Broadcasting around the world, online at PressBoxRadio.com and to great radio stations throughout the state of Alabama, this is the Press Box. Indeed it is, coming to you on great stations around the state of Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. Mike Race inside the Breakline Optic Studios. J.D. Byers joins us from Mobile. Brad Law inside the Auburn Sports Network Studios. And uh, we're back with the head coach of the Auburn Tigers, Butch Thompson. And Brad, I'll let you take it from there, sir. All right, uh, before we talk about a big weekend against Arkansas or before last weekend against Tennessee, um, I, I want to ask you about this club. Every team has a, a different makeup and a, and a different identity. When did you sort of start to see this team's identity form? And what would you say is the identity of your ball club as, as we hit the first week in May? Yeah, I got to go all the way back to August, Brad, where you come in with the half your team returning and half your team new and really the coaches because they all returned and that returning group of players we had a pretty sizable ship chip on our shoulder you know because of the the challenges we had last year and the more excuses you make the further away you are from finding solutions so I, I think we finally got to the point of like we had this huge chip on our shoulder we got this whole other group of good players that come in and we added to it and uh, I think this started in August and uh, I, I just think we started fighting from the get-go. Uh, we started focusing on the one run, which was our challenge last year. Uh, we did win three of our last four series last year, so nobody ever packed it in. I was always thankful for the coaches and the players. And we kind of picked up where we left off and then added you know, half a team to it. And um, I, I thought we played every day as opposed to some practice elements. And we got back up at 6 o'clock in the morning because we were allowed to again and started running three or four uh, days a week and we just we, we made a commitment from that standpoint and as we've gotten into the season you know the things that I like about this ball club is I think we have a chance to be competitive we've been beat up we we have some bruises but we also have 16 come from behind wins and if you can get a group to ever figure out like if you're just if you never quit you're hard to beat as a team and um, so we've been in there in some moments we've had the like I mentioned the 16 come from behind wins and and we just have to continue that fight for for eleven more games in this in this season. But we knew pretty on. We added some good pieces, and uh, we had some good people with chips on their shoulder that were healthy, and we just put it all in the right direction. Right now, they're all Auburn Tigers, but I think a good example of that is is the the top four in your lineup this weekend in Knoxville. The the first three have been there pretty much your your first three in the lineup all season long, but then you added Bobby Pierce. So you have a guy in Blake Rambush who's a JUCO transfer. You have Kaysen Howell who's been with you from day one in center field. Um, You have Sonny DeShera who's a Samford transfer. And then you had Bobby Pierce who is from Scottsdale, Arizona and has just bided his time. He's not been an everyday player, but he's had the opportunity this year and he's made the most of it. That's kind of a perfect representation of guys from different backgrounds, different places coming together and and just being forged together to form your team. Yeah, and, there, and there's good good examples. You know, Bobby Pierce is a nice story now that he's broken out and got back in that lineup that hadn't come back out of a guy that came from junior college during COVID, uh, ends up having double knee surgery. And, you know, he could have quit on his game. Um, we could have quit on his game. Uh, everywhere in between, uh, but I think both parties have hung together, and we're starting to see some fruit of that. 
at this point. It's pretty pretty neat Bobby's story, and 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 really, it's good for us because of the potential of what he could do for us here down the stretch. Coach, I'm not trying to get you to violate somebody's medical private, but did you just say double knee surgery? That I, that's intriguing. That's got to be a rough one. Yeah, and he's a great athlete too. And, Same and knee kind of, or both knees? Both knees. Um, so we did that and decided to do both of them at the same time because, you know, once that clock starts for that, you know, for that college career, um, yeah. it's a tough decision. So he's battled. He still has some aches and pains, and but he has finally just continued to work and continued to work. And you know what? There's some respect when he got in that lineup because all those players have been seeing him limp, try to run, um, fight through this. And we've all watched him for months and months and months where people would have probably – you know, thrown in the white towel and uh, him continuing to get in there. And whenever he does something positive for us, it's even more respected because we saw that journey behind the scenes for him to get back in this lineup. Coach, if you would talk about Joseph Gonzalez for those fans who aren't familiar with what he has done for, for your team on the back end of the pitching rotation, his consistency, his effectiveness. Um, talk, to, talk to us just about Joseph Gonzalez, who he is as a young man and as a pitcher. Yeah, he's an amazing young man, and he's grown more in these past two years than anybody in our organization just because he came from Puerto Rico and uh, just being able to communicate <laughs> things that we take for granted. Um, it, it's been amazing. So he has grown a lot. Uh, this is going to be a great move for his career. He's still a very young pitcher, tremendously young pitcher, but he's gifted. Um, he has a great um, large frame. Um he has command. Uh, he has some turbo sync and, and power sync when his stuff is set and going. Um, he throws harder in the second half of a start than he does in the first half of a start. So it's a unique motor. Uh, we think Joseph has a bright, uh, long future. And I think he's learning something every time he goes out uh, and pitches a ball game for us. Um, he can play catch. Uh, the environment can't get him. Um, he just has a very steady rhythm about him, and he's a great teammate. The players, the coaches absolutely love him. And, uh, you know, just like in the past, I guess that's 13 major league pitchers since 2014. Uh, you never want to stick that to somebody's forehead. But Joseph has all those qualities uh, that you see in, in, in top-end pitchers. And I, don't, I, don't, I think he has a chance to play the game for a very long time. And I think for the remainder of this year and next year, we, we want him to, to hit his stride. And and we we look forward to watching, you know, a bunch of good outings for him in an Auburn uniform before he, he moves on. But he's uh, he's an amazing – he's humble. Uh, I just – he checks so many boxes as a, as a person, uh, checks so many boxes as a pitcher. Um, and I get this from opposing coaches too. You know, I, I know I think I'm the fans have figured it out um, – but starting to get that from opposing coaches and scouts and, and others in the industry of like, man, is he fun to watch pitch. Auburn's head baseball coach, Butch Thompson, inside the press box with us. Um, coach, the way you schedule, but also, I don't know if players fully grasp it, but I know you as coach watching these young men, um, you, you go up to Huntsville, you beat a Tennessee Tech ball club that's probably going to be, could very well be a regional opponent for you, down the line, South Carolina, a sweep of the Gamecocks. South Alabama was on a tear when you guys faced them in Montgomery and you get a win there. What did you see from your team that showed, you know what, those games were actually bigger than just W's on the schedule? Yeah, 
that's a really good point because that's that's a one run game with Tennessee Tech. <laughs> that's a fight and claw and, and getting beat up. And I think we're down six or seven to nothing in South Alabama. You get this point in the season, it's like if you played a game a month and a half ago, it seems like a different year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were they were absolutely hot. They jumped out like seven to nothing, and we claw back and and find a way to win. I think that was a thirteen to twelve ball game. Uh, this last home series against South Carolina, it seemed like everything fell into place. Yeah. But I have to tell you, that's uh, it's a one-run affair on, on Friday night. And then we're down two runs in the last three frames um, and wind up winning by two, I think. And then it's a two-to-nothing ball game. And, you know, one of our guys have to make a, a home-run saving catch for that to be two-to-nothing ball game. So uh, it's been tight, uh, but we do have some – it's like every year. I think this is a sec- my second decade in the league or 20th season, and you, you just get to this point in time of the season, and, and you play a great team like Tennessee, uh, an unbelievable team at their place, and you're like sitting here, and it's like, okay, you're not going to see anything moving forward that you haven't already seen. And the preparation for an SEC team because of those 10 weeks and that iron sharpening iron, um, it doesn't guarantee you <laughs> – that, that run, 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 because anything can happen in the game of baseball. But you're absolutely prepared. And I think you're. I think that's what our league does with each other is we prepare ourselves in such a way um, that it makes you, you know, you're not going to see anything new. You know, we saw 105, I guess, is the last pitcher we faced was uh, yeah. a guy that absolutely threw something that you're probably not going to see unless you hook it back up with him at some point in the, in the postseason. This weekend, Arkansas at home. Crowds have been present. Um, uh, graduation is this weekend. There's a lot of stuff going on. But this is an important baseball series, and um, uh, I know it's important to have a present and loud and involved crowd on top of your team executing very well against another quality opponent in Arkansas. Yeah, our team's been great, and I think I've tried to every opportunity with you when, when our crowd comes up to be able to tip my hat to them and thank them uh, with, with the most you know tickets sold in the history of our program. Um, we do. We got we had to have the double midweek on the road earlier in the week, and now we got the opportunity to, to have the double uh, of these next two series at home. Uh, against you know the number two team in the SEC and then against our rival and uh, yeah we need every one of those people that have been amazing to us to to show up and and actually get up and <laughs> and be even more involved than we've been the entire season you know so our, our players need to be ready our fans need to be ready this is a position to where things are set up but much work is left and remaining to be done and uh, this is two weekends to uh, to get in the middle of it and play our best baseball and, and be behind this, this this program and these players is, is more than we've than we've been all season. The the players are focused on final exams right now. As you get into the weekend and talking about close games, it helps when you have the SEC saves leader. Do you know any more, Coach, about Blake Burkhalter and and how he is he's progressing here this week? Yeah, we'll we'll do a, a bullpen event. I didn't know yeah. if we'd be this soon to get up on on the bullpen today. Um, you know, um, it is a hamstring, and those things are so so interesting to, to deal with. Uh, they not a lot of fun for a coach or a trainer or a player going through it. Um, um, and, you know, uh, we think it was uh, light. We think it was something that he'll definitely get back for. Uh, we just don't want to make any missteps to create <laughs> – to create him going backwards. But you, you have to imagine if you do something with your hamstring and then you're trying to get back in your legs and you're trying to throw 96, 98 again, that 
It's it's not like me pulling my hamstring, and then I got to stand and eat sunflower seeds standing in the dugout, or you know, go pick up a bat or something. This is this is a requirement to this is the SEC saves leader that that goes out and you know turns his body all the way wide open and competes like a lion. And uh, you know, we're gonna have to go at his pace. And you know, we we you, you want guys to jump off cliffs at this time of the year and take calculated risk and be at their best. And <clears throat> we have to do a good job of trying to protect that, protect them because we want him to be full speed. So it is an opportunity too. you go. Woe is me is probably one option. The other option is, can we create a stronger unit? Um, Connor Copeland created a stronger unit for us in game two at the game we won at Tennessee by finishing a ball game with somebody else. Um, so we know Blake's there, uh, but it is an opportunity to create a stronger unit. And that's kind of the, the, the message that we're trying to send to our pitching staff right now. No doubt about it. Uh, coach, you're, you're awfully generous with your time. We appreciate that very much. We know it's a busy day, um, and, and a busy week and we appreciate it. We love talking to you and look forward to watching your team this weekend. Yeah. Happy graduation. All these Auburn grads. And, yes, indeed. Uh, yes. War Eagle, you guys have a great day. Want to talk to the guys? Hit them up at the contact page, online at PressBoxRadio.com, or find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at PressBoxRadio1. That's PressBoxRadio and the number one. That's how you can earn access to the PressBox.